Green and water and your Bible quotes And listen to one time summer camp So Aaron, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but John pointed out to me, uh, we got a Facebook message on our page. We did? Yeah, we did. And we have to talk about it. Oh, I, have, I haven't oh, even no. got to check it yet. Hold yeah. on. Yeah, let I'll let you pull it up. Okay. Oh, while you do that, let me fill my drink. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so we got, wait a minute, this one time at summer camp. There we are. Yep. How do I find messages uh, on like here? It's like inbox oh, somewhere inbox. on there. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Oh, man. Run. <laughs> Is this just a picture of sunglasses? <laughs> That's it. That's the message. Honda, I don't know who you are. We don't either. I thought you might. Wait, neither one of y'all know who you no. are? No. <laughs> so we this stalked your profile. Glorious. Um, Rhonda, I mean, we, we think she wants to be a sponsor of our podcast. Like, that's that's our best bet. She sells sunglasses. She's an optrician. Or op, she does optical Obst- stuff. Obstetrician? Is that what that's called? It's, um, I don't know. Sounds fancy. Get ready to record it's something I, we we looked that her up because is, we were we were oh, really curious. God. Um, but yeah, she sells sunglasses and stuff. <laughs> Does she really? Yeah, that's her thing, and I really think that she wants to be a sponsor of our podcast. Don't you agree, John? Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. She's also Canadian. Yeah. Right. International. So today's podcast is brought to you by Rhonda Sunglasses. It's <laughs> Rochad Optical. That's the name of her, like, business. I like Rhonda's sunglasses better. Yeah, Rochad Optical by Rhonda Shadlin Optician. That's what it is. That Opt- is awesome. So, I love that we just have random. Pa- there's no. The best part about it, there's no description, <laughs> no text. <laughs> It's just a picture. I'm kind of thinking that the sunglasses are like inside a tent next to the corner of the tent. Is that what that looks like? It's something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, or they're in her pants. But John, did you look them up and they're like $150? Yeah, those are $150 pair of sunglasses. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> Rhonda Shady Shades, brought to you by this Facebook message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was our fun news of the afternoon. Um, Phenomenal. I love it. Thank John for finding that. I didn't even see it. Like I didn't have a notification or anything come up. John just happened to find it. Good job, John. Way to be on top of our social media. You know, that's me, always in the medias. He's our social media manager, right? He does it. Ooh. We'll give you an official That could be a manager. Bacon Wrapped Dove. That was the name of our last podcast? Yeah. Because Aaron, for some reason, had Bacon Wrapped Dove, and that still blows my mind. Dude, it's good. I don't know what you're talking about. Next time y'all are down in Texas, we'll right. eat bacon-wrapped right. dove. It's delicious. That might actually be sooner than we could Later. ever hope. It'll be a yeah. while for me, probably. <laughs> yeah. Unless you invite me to stay at your house. You can absolutely stay at my house. I'll soon I'll be there. <laughs> Tomorrow. In fact, if y'all didn't stay with me, I would be insulted. Well, yeah, I mean, my sister-in-law also lives in Dallas. That's true. 
Cool. I should so, come uh, stay with you, though. Yeah, man. It's fine. I'd totally live in a giant house. I don't. <laughs> you have a couch? Do you have a floor? I, I, have a ca- I do have a couch. I have a spare bed, and I have an inflatable mattress. Oh. Uh, and I, I have multiple hammocks. Done. You could you could totally Eno it up outside. John, what are you, are you trying to show him the sky as well? Look at this. <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? You see everything on my screen? That's yes. Post Malone. He's yeah, looking at dirty you... videos. John, don't show us that. That's oh, not appropriate. Alright, let's record. We're, we've been recording. We have been. This oh, is all been recorded. Recording? Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> All right. Uh, so speaking host, of brisket, stop talking host? about my drinking habits. Oh, I'm hosting. Yeah. All right. Um, Good. Hold on. I have to think of a get to know you thing. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this is our sixth episode. How have we not figured this out? Uh, I've run out of them. It's it's funny because when John and I were on before you, Aaron, I said I haven't thought of a camp hack for today. Like I have one, but I don't really love it. <laughs> So I was like, man, I still need to think of a camp hack. Yeah, I'm no, not I've gonna been... lie. I'm super excited to be doing our first guest story today. So oh, yeah. I'm excited for, for multiple it. reasons. One, because I think it's super cool that people are sending in stories. But two, it means I didn't have to think of a story, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. I actually haven't even read the story yet, so I have no idea what it's about. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um Oh, I think I've got a good one. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this one time at summer camp. Oh, wait. No, I need a clap. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to this one time at summer camp. Uh, We are your lovely three hosts. I am John Davidson, located here in the beautiful state of Idaho. I've got with me Aaron Colwick and Jeff thompson uh they're going to introduce themselves in just a second um but what's going on today is we've we've got a wonderful camp hack brought to you by jeff thompson and a story that we're going to share from a uh somebody that wrote in to us um who is looking for some information from everybody else on what they would do in a certain situation um but in true camp fashion Today's get-to-know-you question is, if you could be any style of cooked or uncooked egg, what would you be and why? And I'll go first. I would be scrambled because you can throw me in the pan, you can scramble me up, but I'm going to taste so good no matter what you do to me. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. (laughs) <laughs> yeah all right well um i guess i will go next while aaron calms himself down here a little bit oh, follow uh, that up jeff <laughs> i'm jeff <laughs> thompson that. i am currently work at lutherdale in wisconsin but also have worked at sugar creek in wisconsin and if i could be any type of egg i would be a raw egg because i love to bake and you basically have to have raw eggs for that for like mm. anything so it's the most versatile of eggs so yeah, the egg is the most versatile egg. 
Yeah, just the raw <laughs> egg. Like, don't even cook me yet. Just let me let me do it all. That's nice. Um, I, I I have a follow up question for you. Yeah. What is your favorite thing to bake? Ooh, that is yeah. Um, I love to bake. I like. I mean, I like to bake a lot of things. Like we bake cake and cookies and pie and things like that that are desserts that have a lot of egg. Um, mm-hmm. Those are kind of like the primary three things I would say. Mm-hmm. We have a couple cookie I- recipes we really like. That's really interesting. I love to cook, but I hate to bake. <laughs> I like I both, like, so. Like I like cooking, like creating something, and like you, you know, skillet or fry, like fry, whatever. I just don't like yeah. baking because there's always like it, it. To me, there's always like a small window of success. <laughs> right. That's what makes it fun. Like you have to. It, it's exciting. You don't know what it's going to turn out like. <laughs> well, it could be a pile we're of at garbage. Such a high... We're at such a high elevation here, and it's hot and dry. Oh, yeah. That doesn't seem to me like the quality, what you would want for baking. No, hot, dry, and high. I keep forgetting the elevation plays such a role in the baking. Like Wisconsin and Minnesota, Iowa, we're all flat. Like we're all the same elevation. So I've never even thought about it. We're we're sitting here at like 650, you know. Feet, feet above elevation that that the Dallas is so flat. <laughs> uh, let's see. My name is Aaron Colwick. Uh, I am the Beautiful. youth director at Rejoice Lutheran in Coppell, Texas, and Grace Lutheran in Carrollton, Texas. Uh, but formerly the program director at Briarwood Retreat Center and Camp Stony in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And if I was to be any kind of egg, I would probably be um, sunny side up because. It's super easy to make and just super chill, but it tastes so delicious. And I love like how you can like break the yolk and sop it up with some toast. And I think there's just a lot of versatile ways to use that style of egg. So it's delicious and amazing. And I also just love that style of egg. So that's my answer. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you. Thank you both uh, for sharing. Um, let's jump on over to, uh, Jeff with our camp hack. All right. Yeah. Our camp hack of the week. Um, I'm excited for this. This is something I learned when I was on summer staff and I'll admit at first I hated it and then I grew to respect it and now I love it. So while, uh, this is really for like the program directors or even like, uh, summer staff that are in leadership positions. Uh, it's a way to kind of help equip your staff with everything they're going to need to know from like games and minute to win it and songs and things like that. So we, we always struggle to find that time to like teach the little time filler songs and games and things like that. Like there's never enough to cover it all and teaching them is just always awkward and feels forced or whatever. So when I was on summer staff, our um, program director had something called the bucket of boldness. And <laughs> what it was is whenever we had downtime, we would like cheer and chant and they would bring out this bucket and inside was all of the names of the summer staff. And they'd pull out a random name and you had to lead a song. You had to lead a game. Uh, you had Ooh. to do something, tell a story, but you had to fill time. And it was just like, 
I hated it because I'm an introvert and I didn't want to be called out. So I was like sitting there in fear. <laughs> and then after a while, I realized that they didn't have all the new staff in there right away. They only had like the returning staff to ease you into it. Oh, that's genius. So, yeah, they Smart. they kind of would add some names in after a couple of days. So you kind of got the routine of it. But I learned so many games and songs and just random things from that. And like every single time in between meals, in between sessions, whatever, in staff training, we would pull out the bucket and it was like this huge thing, like the bucket of boldness is here and draw out a name and they led something. So uh, I love to use that um, and just it's a creative way to really push the staff to learn those little things because there's no good way to teach it that I found. Man, that is like one of the better ones I've heard, especially for staff training, man, like to get people out and leading and like just forcing that, like, Hey, you better get used to this. Um, dude, that's awesome. I love that a lot. Yeah. I think if I would have seen that bucket on day one of me getting to (laughs) staff training, I (laughs) might've turned around and walked away. (laughs) Same, like the exact same. And when they drew the names, like I said, I was terrified. But after the first couple Please of days, don't be me. Please don't be yeah. me. I think it's like I think it's so funny you didn't know that your name wasn't gonna be in there like yeah. at first, like for a new staff. Like that, that's a little messed up. Like <laughs> suckers. Yeah. And maybe, Keep maybe them on their toes. all the names were in there, but the first names called were all returning staff members. And people mm. kind of were more they were the extroverts, they were the loud people. So I was like, This right. is great. Mm. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So there you go. There's your camp pack. If you're at a camp and you need to find a way in staff training to teach some time feelers, use the bucket of boldness. Grab a bucket, put some names in it. Or even like a basket (laughs) or a hat. Literally anything that can hold paper names. Great. Well, thank you, Jeff. You know, when you first started off with saying, uh, this is something that I hated, and then I grew to respect, (laughs) and then I loved I was thinking about how I got my wife to love me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I'm, a plot I'm twist. sure from I'm I'm sure from day one she was like, ah, I hate this guy. And then <laughs> ah, he's all right. And then now we we're married, so there you go. John Aaron, before you got on, John and I were talking about how in every relationship there's a reacher and a settler. And oh, both yeah. of oh. us reached and our wives settled. Mm-hmm. And wow, my wife and I's relationship started the exact same way. I know for a fact she hated me when we first met. Like she has told me she hated me. So <laughs> I remember, I remember you telling me about how how you guys got together, and I think it was you. Like you're no, but you told me your wife absolutely hated you from the beginning. Yeah, because I we were playing soccer and I kicked her in the face with the ball. Yeah, that would not make me fall in love with you. But no, you know, to each their own. See, that's weird. That's my go-to move in the yeah. bar: <laughs> kick a soccer ball. <laughs> ah, that's insane. No, I definitely, uh, <laughs> I definitely reached like way, way above my pay grade, and got very <laughs> fortunate that she was like, "Yeah, sure." You know, this <laughs> I, my wife is the is the like a shining example of. You know, camp goggles work, y'all. Oh, like yeah. when, whenever there is a lack of competition around you, it's amazing what can happen. Jeff, did you meet your wife at camp too? No, we met at college. Okay. Yeah, same thing. 
She never worked at camp. No camp experience, anything. Oh, man. And then she <laughs> married you, and yeah. here you are, a camp director. You go. washed her in the blood. <laughs> oh, wow. Just threw her into the fire, like right in the flames yeah. of the camp. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So, All right, uh, well, let's uh, let's move on to Aaron with our, our story for the week, and I'm very excited about this one. Uh, why don't you go ahead, Aaron? Well, you guys, uh, as you know, we have our email address that people can send in stories. It's this number one time at summer camp at gmail.com, and we've gotten quite a few, and one of them I wanted to read today. We read one story from Alina last week um, that was more just like a good story. Um, this one is a story with a solution, and we're going to hold the solution until uh, we all get a chance to figure out what we're going to do. Uh, so I'm just going to read this. This is from, we, am I saying last names here, guys? As far uh, as like who sent it? I would just say the first name. I don't know if they want right, to say this the is, last name or not, just in case. This is from, this is from Courtney. So Courtney re, uh, writes to us, says, hey, podcast team. I've been loving your podcast, and it's been such a wonderful reminder of all my wonderful years of summer camp. I have a great story for you from my time as a camper. Unfortunately, I was never a counselor, and your podcast really makes me regret not being one. I hope to be a camp chaplain someday soon. Nice. So here's the story. My first year of summer camp at Bear Creek Camp in the Poconos, Pennsylvania. I was like eight, maybe nine years oldish. My quest group was out for our one night overnight when we left camp for one night to go out and sleep in the woods. We had been hiking what felt like all day, and when we finally got to our campsite, we started getting everything set up. One of the boys in my group got a nosebleed. What did we do? Mind you, we only had a limited supply of toilet paper in the, quote, poop bag, unquote, and we had just started our 24 hours in the woods when this kid got a nosebleed. What would you do? Right. Um, first of all, call everything a poop bag <laughs> with, with quotes around it. Hey, man, can I see your poop bag? You, yeah. You, you mean my backpack? Yeah. <laughs> yep, poop bag. <laughs> Quote unquote. <laughs> no. Oh, man. What would you gentlemen do? Go for it, John. A bloody nose. Nothing... What a poop bag. <laughs> you all right there, John? Oh, I'm just... I've already got anxiety <laughs> building up inside of me. Um, you know, just, just trying to set myself up in that first-time counselor moment. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> oh, what would I do? First of all, never, and I will say this again, never plug the nose and tip your head back. Um, it's just not good for a bloody nose. Oh. God, what would I do? I'm going to need some time with this. Okay, Jeff. Yeah, all right. Um, I agree with John. The conventional wisdom is don't like tip your head back and shove stuff up there. But, I mean, come on. These are young, rookie cabin mm-hmm. leaders. They're not going to think logically. So I'm going to put myself in the mind of My 18-year-old don't know any better. So um, what I would probably do is... I knew everything when I was 18. You got (laughs) to... Yeah, of course you did. Still do. (laughs) 
But continue. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Thank you for giving me permission. Yes, you're welcome. So, you know, my, my instinct is to stop the bleeding. Like, that's because maybe the other campers are freaking out about blood. She says she's eight years old. Like, yeah, I feel like a lot of eight-year-olds, like, they're very squeamish, and yeah. they're going to freak out and think that it's way more serious than it actually is. So I want to stop the bleeding. Yeah, that's it. You're talking about second or third graders here. Yeah, like, they're, they're little kids. So uh, maybe this kid's even freaking out seeing the blood. So you got to stop it. Uh, if you don't have, like, a med kit, like, even, like, shoving gauze up the nose, like, if you don't have that, I'm just assuming you don't really have anything, um, mm-hmm. I would probably, like, see if I have a clean sock in my bag and kind of just shove that up there. <laughs> <laughs> like, just whatever, whatever you got, and it's available. Dude, yeah, how that's... how either small is your sock or how big do you think this kid's nose is? Oh, shoot, it's a second grader. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, how big is your nose? You Can you fit a sock in your not nose? Not the too? whole sock. Yeah, you should like, have seen the, the beginning of the Skype conversation. Boy <laughs> had socks up both his noses. Um, no, okay. I think, no, I think that could definitely work. You could, Thank you. you. Cut it. John knows everything. Yeah, you could you could cut it up, you know, do what you need to. Um, in our in our med kits at camp, we always had tampons, and you cut one of those in half. You put it up the nose. Um, but if it if I think something was not available to put up the nose, I would definitely you know you just grab it, you pinch it until it stops, and if it doesn't stop, then you you know. You you make other plans about getting the camper somewhere where they, you know, can bleed out for a little while. <laughs> Campers out. are bleeding out. Okay, I'm I'm just going back to my you know my EMT training here. Right, yeah, yeah. bleeding out. I would thinking um, worst case scenario. I would probably one of the things I would maybe do is ask the kid like, hey, do you get nosebleeds often? Like. There's some oh, people yeah. that just like get them all the time, and they're and if that's the case, they won't freak out. They're just like, "Hey, man, I've got a nosebleed," um, and they'll just kind of write it out. But you're kind of wanting to not make them the focus of attention. So I agree, like okay. letting every, even just telling the kids, like, "Hey, man, leave him alone. Like, he'll he's dealing with it. Don't worry about it. We're gonna mo- keep moving on, right?" And um, you know, getting everything else set up. And they said they're setting up camp, so I'd be like. Maybe take him inside, like with the staff or something, and so we can get it sorted out. And everyone else is still distracted, getting all their gear put away and you know tents put up and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So um, that'd be the only thing different. Um, John, I have to tell you, you win this week's uh, camp story solution. My, here is what she wrote. Courtney says. One of the female counselors grabbed extra tampons we had in the medical bag and shoved them up the kid's nose. (laughs) I remember the girls and I all looking at the kid saying, why does he have tampons in his nose? And the counselor was like, shh, don't let him know. Because at that (laughs) age, girls don't really know about the reality. uh, Girls know about the reality of being a girl, but guys have no clue. Oh, that's good. so I we had to hide it. our giggles watching this kid walk around with tampons hanging out of his nose. <laughs> and he had no clue what they were. He just, I'm assuming this kid thought he just had like special nosebleed oh, but swabs. Isn't that the beauty of being young? Like just being right. s- you, you don't ignorant know. to the fact of what's happening. But you're so you're so happy that your counselor was able to find something yeah. to stick up there and to stop the bleed so that you could 
continue to have a good time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, she said she says almost 20 years later this might be one of my favorite camp stories. Thanks for making this podcast. Peace, Courtney. Nice. Oh, thank wow. you thank Courtney you. for an yeah, awesome thank story. You. I you love know, that. I've actually I've heard about the like keeping tampons in your first aid kit kind of thing uh-huh. for nosebleeds yeah. and for stuff like that, but I've never actually seen anyone use it. Same. I, no, I keep those in my first aid my personal first aid kit too. They're just not just nosebleeds, but larger cuts or anything mm. that you might have. They they are designed to take on a lot of uh, fluid. Yeah. So mm. that's inter- that's a good call. Yeah, yeah, it's a good kinda, thing to have in a med kit. Mm-hmm. That's life changing, right awesome. there. Awesome, I love it. Camp hack, if you what? <laughs> Can we just cut out my camp hack earlier and add this in instead? Oh no, no, it's a, no, bonus, no, no. it's a bonus camp hack. No oh, bonus hack, bonus yeah. camp hack. B C H everybody. B C H. Hey, by the way, John, I need to tell you, your theme song is amazing. Do you we like have that? to talk about that theme song. Yeah, I love. Speaking that theme of bloody song. noses, <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's You've so good. You've got one camper with a bloody nose. I was so impressed, man. Like, I, I did not know what to expect. I was like, yeah, man, John recorded something. That's super cool. And then, like, I listened to it. I was like, man, this thing's like a banger. I love this. Yeah. It was stuck yeah. in my head when you sent it to us. I was, like, humming it around the house for a while after that. <laughs> I seriously, no. Okay, so we got off recording our, our last episode where we talked at the end about creating a theme song. It's like, oh, no, I totally got this. I went, I sat down on the toilet, and in 10 seconds, I had those those words. <laughs> Something about the clarity of mind on the toilet. Yeah, That's on your throne. That's the best thinking spot. Oh, yeah. Um, so I hope everybody else enjoyed it. Um, thank you, Jeff, for the wonderful camp pack. Thank you, Courtney and Aaron, for sharing that story. Uh, if you would like to get a hold of us and share your stories or... Uh, open it up to us to help you out with any camp things that may be going on. Please reach out to us at this number one time at summer camp. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. Uh, reach out to and share with anybody that you can. We'd love to hear from everyone. Send more pictures of sunglasses, Rhonda. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. It, um... Rhonda. If you are out there, <laughs> I just want to say you absolutely made my day. Uh, for all, <laughs> all of our lesson listeners right now, I, I got onto our Facebook page and it said, hey, you have a message. And I said, great. I would love to see a message from one of our many fans. Well, <laughs> today's inbox message from our fan uh, was from Rhonda Shadlin, and I, I'm going to share her whole name because I have she's no idea who she is. She's, she's our sponsor a, she's, of this episode, yeah. She's Rhonda our Rashad unbeknownst Optical. to her, <laughs> our sponsor. She uh, sends us just a picture of sunglasses. And now I don't think anything is more this one time at summer camp than <laughs> a random pair of sunglasses showing up on your on your anywhere. That is true. But, uh, Rhonda, you made my day. I love those sunglasses. Uh, if you want to send us a 
few pairs that I can share with my buddies Aaron and Jeff here. Absolutely. That would be great. We would love to oh, would give so a shout out that. to your your uh, your sunglass company. Um, hey, don't be shady. Just, uh, oh. just reach out to us again. Oh, um, gosh. Oh, gosh. That was forced. And just like that, like we that lost one. our sponsorship. That was forced. It was a little it forced. It wasn't forced. That was it's very okay. smooth. I was impressed. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Everybody, keep keep on reaching out to us. Send us your messages. Send us your emails. Uh, otherwise, hey, thanks for listening to this one time at summer camp. Make sure you like, share, later. review, do all the good stuff. Tell people about us. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye. If you got one camper with a bloody nose, one with smelly armpits and no clean clothes, then grab your Nalgene water and your Bible quotes and listen to one time summer camp. <laughs>